Hi, I'm your host, Janet, and welcome to the Successful Podcast. If you've been following the whole series, you'll be aware that this is part of six episodes where I'm doing short and sweet guides on specific journaling practice for specific reasons. Last week, we looked at journaling for anxiety. Before that, we looked at gratitude journaling. And on this episode today, I'm looking at journaling for better sleep. I'm going to go into a very, very brief overview of journaling for better sleep. And then we'll finish with three top tips. And then you're ready to go on your way and have a fantastic night's sleep. Doesn't that sound good? So first, if you're having trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, if you lack focus or energy throughout your day, or you struggle with anxiety or stress, journaling before bed can be really rewarding activity. We do have to keep in mind that things like too much caffeine during the day, or perhaps it's exposing yourself to blue light from your devices before bed, can interfere with the body's natural circadian cycle. So this is where we're seeing, having daylight, and as daylight goes away, we're we're knowing that it's time to go to sleep. So if you're doing any of the common, like, sleep problem activities, see if you can eliminate them first, and see if your sleep improves from doing that. You know, um, alcohol can interrupt our sleep, disrupt us um, during sleep. Caffeine, for me, I have to have any caffeine like super early in the day or it keeps me up. So try and troubleshoot the common sleep disruptors and see how you get on with that. that. That's the very, very first step. So once that's been done, I would suggest you experiment with the time that you're journaling for sleep. We talked about this in the last episode, but you don't want bedtime to be associated with any kind of worrying, right? Gratitude journaling is great for before bed. Anything like um, a to-do list is a really good thing before bed. And that's the first tip. Got ahead of myself. Tip number one, write a to-do list, not a worry list, right? In a study published in the Journal of Experimental Psychology, they took 57 students and they got them to participate in a sleep experiment. Half the students were asked to write a to-do list of all the things they need to complete over the next few days. The other half was asked to write about things that have already been completed in the previous days. So one looking forward and one looking back at completed tasks. Each group was given five minutes to write their list, so not very long. What they found is that the students who wrote the to-do list fell asleep faster than those who wrote about activities that they'd already done. Also, the study found that students in the to-do list group who wrote more specific and detailed lists of, you know, what they needed to do for their to-do list, they not only fell asleep faster but they fell asleep faster than those who wrote just a general to-do list. So if you're really able to have a to-do list and make it detailed, helps with a good night's sleep. The studies have shown it. My second tip is to write about what you can forgive yourself for that happened during the day and to also write to yourself with compassion. Part of anxiety can be that it takes the form of being really tough on ourselves. So Take to pen and paper and be your own best friend. Congratulate yourself. Find something that you did that you hadn't done before. Did you challenge yourself? Did you just make it through the day? So many things, but yeah, 
tip number two is be forgiving of yourself, be compassionate for yourself and congratulate yourself in your journal before bed for better sleep. And tip number three, to make it part of your wind down ritual. So we touched on this previous episodes. It works for better sleep as well. You could perhaps have your dinner, then journal, then devices off, then, you know, give yourself face wash, you're grooming, you're, you're brushing your teeth, set the mood for sleep, dim the lights, uh, meditation, and then put yourself to bed. And that's just a nice wind down ritual incorporates your journaling. And whether that's a to-do list or the compassion list, um, it's a great way of easing yourself into a really nice sleep. And I've got a journal prompt that you may want to try. Um, so it's choose a word for tomorrow. And this can be a feeling you want to express more of. So tomorrow my word is grateful. And um, uh, another word that I have is about how I want to feel stronger. I want to feel authentic, being true to myself. Um, Or it can be a word that describes what you want out of the day. Productivity, energy, balance. Energy is a good one, right? Tomorrow I am going to have a lot of energy for the following items that are true to me being my authentic self and then to sleep for eight hours peacefully. <laughs> and and no joke, it takes time, it takes practice, it's going through the different steps that I talked about, eliminating the common like uh, sleep disruptors. But with that and with the journaling, it does lead to better sleep. I sleep great and I used to not. And I used to wake up worrying, which was my nightmare. I was like, brain, please just switch off. But journaling has really helped me. Thanks so much for listening. The next episode, I will be sharing three top tips for journaling in nature. See you there.